Grace and peace to you, Bloom, and welcome to our guided liturgy podcast. This week, David and Taryn were not able to be here with us, so that leaves me and Dulcie here. Hello, Bloom. To take us out of our focus on the examine and our commitments and officially into the season of Advent. Advent starts the Sunday after Thanksgiving this year, and it starts in churches around the world as well. And that means that the next four weeks, we will be focusing on four different themes that the church has given us around the season of Advent. And the first theme actually is hope. So I feel like that's a word that gets thrown around a lot Mm -hmm. in this season, maybe because it's like an officially sanctioned thing that you're allowed to feel in the season of Advent. Oh, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it's just because it's just what comes up in the season for some people. I'm sure there are other things that are not so positive that come up. But I do think that this season tends to bring out things in people that maybe they don't feel Mm. as strongly in other times or other seasons of the church. And I wonder why that is. Like, what, what does it bring up for you? Well, honestly, I, I guess this isn't out of my own personal experience, but I always do feel like a kind of heaviness at those who are alone in this season. Mm. Um, I think it feels heavier. And so I think I really gravitate towards the word hope in this season for other people who, you know, there's just a lot of reasons to not enjoy the holidays. Um, you know, there's this Norman Rockwell painting we all have in our heads as to what it's supposed to be like. And so few people actually have that. I think hope becomes really important in this season, mostly because it's just <laughs> dark all the time. Mm-hmm. And and maybe our life isn't um, a Norman Rockwell painting, and that feels really raw and, and open in, in seasons where everybody's kind of bragging about mm-hmm it's the holidays and that's time together. And, um, I have been very fortunate in that, but I've had a lot of friends who have not. And so I just, I know that's real for folks. Mm -hmm. What about for you? This season tends to, I I would say it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite Mm. season of the church. And I think the reason it's my favorite has changed over the years too. I mean, I used to associate this time of year with straight, like just with Christmas, mm-hmm. which really that that's its own season that comes after Advent and that we usually skip at Bloom because we take those two weeks off. But yeah, as I've kind of learned about Advent and um, kind of the themes that are associated with it, like longing and hope and joy and peace, I tend to like it even more. But it also becomes this kind of darker season. Yeah. It's it's kind of more linty than Lint is <laughs> in some I ways. I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Here's what the the church says about the season of Advent. It says Advent is a season of expectation and preparation as the church prepares to celebrate the coming of Christ and his incarnation and also looks ahead to his final advent as judge at the end of time. The readings and liturgies not only direct us towards Christ's birth, they also challenge the modern reluctance to confront the theme of divine judgment. Hmm. And so that kind of takes, it kind of puts <laughs> That's the That's like season, a big span, yeah. Yeah. So it, it is a lot of like, we talk about the coming of Christ, Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, born of a virgin in a manger. So there are, there are those type of themes that are Christmassy, but it's also about 
the light coming into the darkness, the, you know, the end of the age, the judgment of all people. Right. It's, it's I mean, I don't mean to be stuff. cheesy, but it's, it's the gifts of the Magi, right? It's yeah. like riches and death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the whole spectrum all at once. Right. I definitely see it as beautiful and necessary and and it's still my favorite season of the church but um, as I learn more about it I see it a lot different and I feel it a lot differently than I used to. Well that is an interesting transition as you grow up right it's the reality of what this time of year and who Christ is and what him coming into the earth actually was does change it like goes from being a gifts and togetherness Mm -hmm. and happiness and you know all these things that we've adored as children to being something much more serious and much more almost more profound in some ways like it's bigger and it means more but it includes the whole thing Um, yeah it's the joy of birth it's the sorrow of death yeah It's light and dark, just kind of held in one hand, almost. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way of putting that. So over the next four weeks, we'll be going through um, these different themes, and hopefully with more people in the room with us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this week, we're going to be just kind of going through our guided liturgy together, and it'll be different than it has been in the past um, several weeks because we have changed seasons and so now our liturgy is going to be different and there's some parts that will change week to week and others that will stay the same but um, we hope that this time finds you hopeful Mm. and we hope that this guided liturgy podcast adds to that hope in some way as we go through this liturgy together so let's do it A voice cries out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. So let us listen and turn to the Lord in penitence and faith. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of your kingdom. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You come in word and sacrament to strengthen us in holiness. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You will come in glory with salvation for your people. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Bloom, let's join together with the church worldwide and say the prayer of the day. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life, which your Son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal, through him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Psalm 80. Hear, O shepherd of Israel, leading Joseph like a flock. Shine forth, you that are enthroned upon the cherubim, in the presence of Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Stir up your strength and come to help us. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. 
O Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angered despite the prayers of your people? You have fed them with the bread of tears. You have given them bowls of tears to drink. You have made us the derision of our neighbors, and our enemies laugh us to scorn. Restore us, O God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. And so will we never turn away from you. Give us life that we may call upon your name. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Show the light of your countenance, and we shall be saved. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Here a reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 13. At that time, after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then everyone will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds with great power and glory, and he will send out his angels to gather his chosen ones from all over the world from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. Now learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branches bud and its leaves begin to sprout, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see all these things taking place, you can know that his return is very near, right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will not pass from the scene before all these things take place. Heaven and earth will disappear, but my words will never disappear. However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows, and since you don't know when that time will come, be on guard, stay alert. The coming of the Son of Man can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. When he left home, he gave each of his slaves instructions about the work they were to do, and he told the gatekeeper to watch for his return. You too must keep watch, for you don't know when the master of the household will return, in the evening, at midnight, before dawn, or at daybreak. Don't let him find you sleeping when he arrives without warning. I say to you what I say to everyone, watch for him. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. There's a light upon the mountains And the day is at the spring When our eyes shall see the beauty and the glory of the King. Weary was our heart with waiting, and the night watch seemed so long. But His triumph day is breaking, and we hail it with song in the fading of the starlight we can see the 
Sweetest and thy dearest 
triumph of our King. Watchful at all times, let us pray for strength to stand with confidence before our Maker and Redeemer, that God may bring in his kingdom with justice and mercy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, have have mercy. mercy. That God may establish among the nations his rule of righteousness. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, have have mercy. That we may seek Christ in the scriptures, and recognize him in the breaking of bread. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, have mercy. That God may bind up the brokenhearted, restore the sick, and raise up all who have fallen. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, have mercy. That the light of God's coming may dawn on all who live in darkness and the shadow of death. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, have have mercy, mercy. that with all the saints in light we may shine forth as lights for the world. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord, have have mercy. We commend ourselves and all for whom we pray to the mercy and protection of our Heavenly Father. Almighty God, as your blessed Son, Jesus Christ, first came to seek and to save the lost, so may he come again to find us the completion of his redeeming work. For he is now alive and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the tender mercy of our God, the day spring from on high shall break upon us to give light to those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Bloom, may the peace of God be always with you. And also with you. People of God, awake. The day is coming soon when you shall see God face to face. Remember the ways and the works of God. God calls you out of darkness to walk in the light of his coming. You are God's children. Lord, make us one as we walk with Christ today and forever. Amen. Amen.